0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Radio FC. I'm your host and the ugliest Manchester United fan in the world, the Radio. As you can see on the screen and are listening, we have a loss 3-2 to RB Leipzig in our final fixture of the group stages for the Champions League, which also means we are knocked out. We are going to the Europa League, unfortunately. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into this review. Moving into the starting formation, starting lineup. I was a little off, obviously. I did mention that Luke Shaw was traveling with the team. Little did I know. I I really didn't think Luke Shaw would have been a part of the starting lineup. And uh, one reason why we lost game there's multiple other reasons but uh this was a starting lineup it was a uh 3412 uh RB Leipzig started with a 3421 and it was a good call uh versus our setup uh we have the back three of Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof right behind them between six is Big Dave Alex Tellez on the left wing back position and on his opposite side, Erwan Bisaka, two midfielders of the and Scott McTominay. Then we have in the 10 Bruno Fernandez and up top the two Academy products of Marcus Rashford and Mason Greenwood. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So that was our formation. Let's get into how and why, I guess. We're going to be going back from this screen to the other one. Let's look at the review. As you can see, and as you're hearing, Angelino was first on the board for RB Leipzig. He, top score for Leipzig and is continuing his good run of 2020 for them. Uh, really good. Oh, actually, they did not credit him with that goal. Wait, maybe that's wrong. That should be wrong. It should have been him. Regardless, unless it's Jose Tasenda, which is, I'm guessing him. Yeah, I guess he has multiple names. What a surprise from a Spanish guy. Uh, He opened up scoring real early, real, real early, almost as soon as the game started with two minutes in, Uh, 13 minutes in after that. His teammate, uh, number eight, uh, I don't know his first. Oh, Amandu Hadara was the one who scored right after him. Similar goals. We'll get into what it looked like. He scores a similar goal to Angelino, but on the opposite side Then uh, Obron actually uh, for Leipzig had a goal disallowed off of VAR because he was offsides right after almost uh, No, it wasn't right after that. It was the 30th minute. It felt like it was almost right after that uh, Bruno Fernandes did pick up a yellow card and we'll get into that with a ref uh, at the end uh, off the fifth minute, which was pretty quick, but then Leipzig uh, followed with two other yellow cards And then Luke Shaw got another yellow right before half. And uh, we were looking very, uh, very terrible. Uh, One of the reasons why we look so terrible was because of uh, this guy. Camp. I don't know his first name, but uh, he played really well today. Honestly, my man of the match for RB Leipzig. uh, Just a guy that just neutralized Bruno Fernandes. Bruno, I wouldn't say he was non-existent, but he really shut him down to what Bruno likes doing. He just didn't allow that to happen this time around. Yeah, he had a great game. Uh, Then we had a a couple switches, and we'll look at that real quick as well. This was, I'm guessing, kind of what it looked like in the starting of the second half, as I'm going to transition. We switched up into a four- 312 it was really weird on the movement and the positioning of everyone because of uh, the inclusion of, of Donny Vanderbeek for uh for Alex Tellez Alex Tellez has not been a guy uh, That is like seemed like he's gonna last so then Luke Shaw moved over to left See Donny right over here on the left uh, but it felt like he was more it felt like more of a four-two-two-two. 2 was more up in the areas where Bruno was on that half. But offered a lot more energy. I don't want to say it changed the game, but we came out a little bit better. It was really embarrassing in that first half, honestly. Really embarrassing. Uh, I thought a substitute that really helped us out was Brandon Williams for Luke Shaw. That uh, eventually came for us. Uh, but obviously, it didn't save us. But definitely, a guy that was a lot more bright, wanted it more. Just seemed like a guy that just wants to be on the pitch, versus the guy he replaced uh, in Luke Shaw. Uh, then Kliverts scored for Leipzig in the 69th minute. I don't even remember the goal honestly. It happened so fast. Like I, the game just happened about. It just ended about 10 minutes ago. So. All time ahead, I don't even remember the school, but it—I th- honestly—I was looking down probably. That happened, and it seemed like it was basically over. Oh, honestly, that was the nail in the coffin. Haha. Uh-huh. And then we actually started to uh, come alive there, Uh, and that was, I think, because of Brandon Williams a bit. He was starting to make some daring, more more daring runs into the box. Started to really uh annoy Leipzig uh um Leipzig Le- Leipzig, Jesus. A bit. And uh then we subbed off Matic for Pogba uh in the I believe right at right after that. Uh yes. Oh no, they both came on at the same time, sorry. And it started to change a little bit. We started to get more offensive, uh kinda of a little bit better clinically. Obviously, after those two subs, uh, they did score with Cliverts, like I mentioned. Uh, And then we won a penalty in the 80th minute, which then Bruno Fernandes converted. And Paul Pogba in a weird... I don't know if they're going to count that for him or they might count it for Harry Maguire because it did go off of Harry Maguire's head, Uh, which was kind of funny at the time, but not at the end. Then scoring in the 82nd minute, Paul Pogba... And then united to try to do another one of these second half comebacks, which was totally unsuccessful yeah definitely uh definitely we' not a second half team or a second half winning team. We definitely became the second a glimpse of that second half team in the from the West Ham and the uh Southampton games, but in the end. Just uh, wasn't good enough We're gonna go back to this lineup uh, I don't think I'm gonna I'll, I'll once I'll make the subs in Actually, we're gonna go back to the other lineup, other the to Show what our, our positioning of that first goal, which is god-awful Tell us was Inmore and then Luke Shaw It was just like a weird setup to where basically Everyone dropped back And it was a cross in and it either was Tellez or Shaw that didn't stop the cross in and uh, Basically Aaron wan sleeping a little bit back on this backside um basically how it, it, it like it was like this weird uh off like U shape you're looking at right now uh where everyone Wampasaka is like not curving this thing up as much as Tell is. uh and basically Angelino Pacey guy beats him easily and it's 1-0. Uh and then it happened on the other side as well. And your this one is a little bit more weird because of the position of Luke Shaw and Telles, because Luke Shaw was actually out here trying to go after midfielders and stuff. I, I this guy is just why uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how to explain Luke Shaw right now. But Telles, it seemed like they switched positions in this one, where the cross came in from the opposite side and Telles getting beat back here. Uh, and then uh Hadira scoring uh on the opposite side, Luke Shaw had a terrible game, probably the, one of the worst games I've ever seen him play in a united shirt uh i i I've sold my stock on him personally, and I'll probably get after him not right now, but in kind of the aftermath of the podcast that I'm gonna record tomorrow but just a guy, I mean, I'm a big guy and everything. But the dude, like, I got little man titties, like they're not very big, you know, and I'm actually kind of proud of them because they're not they're not very big, but they're also I got like some cushion right there. But dude, this guy they're about the same size as mine, dude. Honestly. It's uh he's out of shape on the and he's playing after coming back from an injury. Uh I I don't know All Ollie's selection is just super sus didn't uh, when i when i see luke shaw in the lineup after not playing for i don't know how many weeks now and you're gonna expect him to go on the road in germany and play and now i'm going off i'm going after all on that and like i said i'm trying not to go after him. i'm going we're gonna talk about this a little bit later on but man uh, on my stock on him but luke shaw just terrible defending <sighs> I know there was one moment where he saved us a little bit with a terrible pat, like back pass from Erwan Bisaka but just a player that just he's gone in the summer and Brandon Williams is going to most likely fill in that spot for him and compete with Alex Tellez because now he's, he's I don't even know if he's worth the third choice uh, left back because it was just like I said, one of the worst performances I've ever seen Luke Shaw in a United shirt. Uh then the second formation that we're showing right now. Uh yeah, so Brandon Williams came on for Luke Shaw. And then uh actual Axel, Axel actually gone to the pitch. He was subbed on for Lindelof. A little shaky a bit in the game. Didn't I dunno I, I don't know what you can expect from a guy that you're just subbing in uh, or expect much. I mean, he didn't concede anything. There was some questionable stuff where, um, at the tail end where he was losing the ball back here and trying to do a little too much. But I thought he did all right coming off. Uh, and then uh, for Aaron Wambasaka, uh, Fosu Minso came on a little bit different, a little bit better in the final third, but not much better. Uh and defensively he did alright actually. Um it wouldn't be a terrible thing to give him some games in the future, especially when we're gonna get into these uh uh Premier League midweek games to give him some uh some starts for uh Wambazaka just to give him some rest as well. But also give him some confidence, give give Aaron Wambazaka a little bit run for his money, even though he's he's one of those guaranteed guys to start for us but I I definitely want someone to be breathing behind his neck. Uh and then uh, with Matic and Pogba switching out, uh then it became more of a who came on after I'm trying to I'm trying to think right now. Cuz the formation after this was like a complete mess. It was just everywhere after um uh, Pogba came on cuz he was like the, there was one holding midfielder which was Scott McTomity, and then You saw uh, Donnie and Pogba just pushing up. So it was like a mixed formation that just like changed shape as the game progressed in the end. So there's like not even it's not even worth like showing on the screen. Um, But yeah, there was there was um, a moment in the first half as well to note where or actually two moments where Bruno and. Mason Greenwood just were a little too selfish they didn't play each other in. Uh, prop. We probably right after the Angelino goal, we had like that Mason Greenwood. Uh, I want to say one on one, but it was ba- he basically should have just played it off to Rashford. Rashford would have finished that most likely, and we would have been it would have been one all, and we would have been all right. I think we would have got like more more confidence into us, even though they came at us in the first half. Like they were did not underestimate us in a way, like they did last time. I think they did last time. And Nagelsmann just came in with a plan, and he went. it was a perfect plan with uh, with stopping the ball from being played out from the back into the mid, like uh, Matic and McTominay. And after pressing them, they really just couldn't get the ball out the back. Like, that first 20 minutes, it was just like, we, they, they were just in our half the whole time and it was just like when are they going to score another goal when are they going to score another goal oh wow they scored another goal how surprising and just a lack of just i don't even there there was no cohesion there there was no team, like they it seems like they were all uh training on their own during the week and decided to show up for a sunday league game uh it just it, w- it was just the worst first half i think the uh i want to say this year i we just watched a West Ham game where it was like one terrible team and then one great team in the after half this was just like one terrible team donny came on it started to get a little bit brighter but there was still a very dim light at the very end of the tunnel and then it started to open up a little bit when pogba and brandy williams came on But definitely, we cannot rely on these second half games. Uh, I know that PSG also just know uh, PSG and Istanbul had a delay because of an incident with one of the refs. Apparently, that game I just got a notification at this very moment that the match will restart following a suspension of the fourth official. Uh, That was on Demba Ba. That I guess had the some. It was a racial slur, I guess. It's all. I'm not gonna read into it. Until I hear what actually happened. Um, but yeah, so that's going to go on. But I think regardless of that result, we're still out. So that doesn't even matter anymore. Uh, yeah. Definitely not a result, uh, that I wanted to see. Definitely not a result I was hoping for. I was, I would have been fine with a draw, honestly. And it's not that we should have played for a draw, but... I don't want to say Leipzig was not are, are not that good, but I feel like we had enough quality to have been not so passive and so defensive in the beginning of the game. I felt like we just gave them a little, little bit too much credit in that first twenty minutes, where they were just coming after us. And like, it's not like we haven't played these guys before. I know, like obviously, like Nagelsmann, great game plan, but. It's not that much of a, or not that much of a different team. And we saw, uh, in the second half at the end where Leipzig was like, after that second goal there, they, they slowed the game down so that we can get that equalizer. which probably won the game, the way they played, um, out of there. Uh, cause they were basically running the ball, like just holding onto the ball. And I think they even went to the corner like 20 minutes with 20 minutes left in the, in the game. So they were desperate to hold on for that, the, the result. And it's not like we were completely terrible the whole game. It's just that, la- like, once the first goal happened, the basically the last 20 minutes is where the quality of the team really sh- shined. And when you started to kind of believe something was going to happen, after that second goal where it happened, or where Pogba dinked it off of, uh, uh, or uh, dinked it, onto um Maguire's head and then it bounces off coyote and then i don't remember the uh goalkeeper's name he's like hungarian uh basically i think tips it but like it goes in and we're like what's happening is this is this really happening are we are we coming back like why why is this happening it almost with the last couple of games we i've watched all go, uh, going back to like southampton it seems like Oh man like it's it's after going all through though that game psg and west ham it's like now just not not not, not saying give up but like why why are you doing this to me why are you doing this to us why are we having to sit through a game like this and hope but then like have no hope because you're not going to be optimistic about the result and that's how i felt it was like all right, cool. we got a second goal let's let's make this happen. come on I'll, you know I was getting loud. I had to close my door uh but it it did not feel like it didn't happen it was gonna happen, and it didn't it felt very much felt like the last minutes of the Europa League semifinal against Sevilla where we were trying to make something happen. they held on and it was like damn it it felt very similar to that. So yeah. Let us know in the comments down below of uh the results. Let us know if you thought Ollie had a good selection or a good setup to start off with. Because I didn't feel like we were even ready for this game at all in that first the first 10 minutes. Even before the Angelino goal. It just like they were just stretching us. Uh yeah, we're going to transition to one more thing I want to talk about. And it's this guy. It is the ref. I don't know his name. I, I don't care to learn his name. But, man, something's wrong with this guy. Because it wasn't just us that were getting the yellow cards. Because Reno got a really early yellow card because I guess he ticked them off a little bit, the way he was talking to him. But, man, this guy, this guy's a bit of a diva, honestly. And even the announcers, I was going off of a... Uh, I was switching back and forth between uh watch along and the uh the commentators just because i was on my phone watching it for uh the first half really because i was uh yeah anyways but he just kind of set the tone of the game in a bad way with especially the first yellow cards even the the savage Sir got a yellow card uh Luke Shaw got a yellow card he was undeserving. He actually won the ball. That was actually his only good moment of the game. And there was other yellow cards in this game that were just like real sus. Like this guy. And then and then after he after a foul, after a yellow card, he was just like lecturing everybody. And it came to the point where even uh he had to talk to uh I don't it, the camera didn't show who he was who he he was yelling at but Ollie was like he called Ollie over off the bench to talk to him on the si- um the side of the pitch and Ollie was trying to calm basically like calm the ref down which was absurd and I understand like you see games and you see the guys warming up on the side or you see the uh the assistants and the other coaches you know yell and berate at the um at the refs but this guy was not having nothing and uh he got into it with uh with everybody almost it felt like uh and I, I honestly he was probably i i i'm, I'm not going to i'm gonna just be him the reason why we lost the game but he definitely set the tone for the game by just being a complete diva honestly he was more of a diva than it, se- it seems like the neymar so uh I, I this is like the one thing i want to know what you guys did you guys think this uh this ref whoever the 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 heck his name is uh really affected the game cuz I, I thought i thought so a little bit Uh, just because of the way he handled the yellow card with Bruno. And then Bruno kept on going at him. And it it seemed like whatever they were talking about, like Bruno had a a legitimate argument because he would – it's just not Bruno to just go off on someone like that. He's he's an intelligent player. He's a well-experienced player. He wouldn't just go off on a ref like that for no reason. So real sus about this guy. Sorry, I'm using the word sus. I have no other way um, to describe this guy. But regardless, that has been it for the review. We are going to be doing a uh, preview for the men's national team. I think, no, I'm not going to do a preview. For that. I'm going to do a review. That'll be tomorrow. And I will also be doing a kind of a midweek podcast and then a preview for the Man City game. Hopefully, my friend will be able to help me out with that review because he's a City fan. So to get some insight on to City. I have been the radio, the ugliest Manchester United fan in the world. Thank you guys for joining us on the Radio of C. We'll see you guys in the next whatever it is. Cheers.